This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, I'm on the phone with Lisa Hentrick, and we are. You're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. Welcome, everyone. I'm Eric Nordoff. Uh, Lisa is on the phone with me. This is kind of a spontaneous discussion, but not really because last week Lisa came over to our house. Uh, welcome, Lisa. By the way, to the Courage Cast. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is the. You're the first time. You're the first guest that's actually been on twice now. So, yay! Woo-hoo! What an honor! <laughs> what an honor! Um, and I'm and I'm in my car in the rain, and so if if uh, somebody knocks on my window or something and says, "What are you doing?" Then <laughs> you'll know why <laughs> why I'm uh, all right. You hear somebody knocking on my window. Okay, well, I hope you don't get uh, like flooded <laughs> away, and the car starts to float away. That would be bad. <laughs> so, all right. So, Lisa, we were talking last week. We had um, a doTERRA event. And afterwards, you were telling the story about the house that you're building. And I thought that would be a great story because the, the, the choices that you made are, in my mind, very different. And in my mind, also very courageous for you to do that. So I wanted you to um, to just set up the story and tell it. And I'll be quiet and listen. Awesome. Well, you know, I think that we were talking about at the time, you know, what brought it up in my mind was um, uh, the choices that we make that are related to our own stuff, you know, our own stuff that we're stuck in. And, and it brought the story up in my mind because when, you know, when we're walking with the Lord and we, we have things happen to us, obviously, like anybody else, you know, following Jesus doesn't mean that you don't have difficulties and challenges, but it's how you respond to the difficulties and the challenges, you know, that when you're, when you're walking with him, you, um, if you can step back and say, wait a minute, let me re let me evaluate this without my own stuff in it, my own fleshly reaction and just ask the Lord, you know, what does he want me to do in this? And this is one of those stories that, um, it's still playing out as we speak right now. And when I tell this story, I'm actually going to change the name of the person because I want to protect this person's privacy. I'll just call him Bob. Okay. <laughs> Bob the Builder. <laughs> um, because this story is Bob, Bob the Builder, yes. Um, Bob the Builder, the crew of, of the Builder. Um, so yeah, but we are building a house right now. And um, and um, when the framing started, when it got to a point where we could do this, my husband and my kids and I uh, went over a couple of times and started writing scripture on the framing of the house. We had this in mind that we wanted to do this. And so we we started writing some scripture on the framing and, um, and as it's continued to progress, I've continued just adding more scripture that I feel on my heart, you know, um, in different areas of the house. And, um, about a month or so ago, I was down in the basement area of the house and I noticed that there was something written on the framing that, that I knew was not from us. And I thought, what is that? And I walked over to, to have a closer look and it was a philosophical quote by a man named Robert Ingersoll. And it was something to the effect of, uh, it said, Re- religion can never reform mankind. Religion is slavery. Mm. And my first reaction was, 
kind of anger. I thought, who who's writing on our house? It's not us. Who's who's doing this? Mm-hmm. And my second thought was, is this person dissing on our scripture? You know, are they like dissing on what we've written? And and but then you know something told me, and I I I know it was the Holy Spirit. Just said, you know, step back, take a deep breath, and just get out of your own you know flesh, out of your own reaction, your own anger. And just free read it, look at it again. And so I looked at it again and I thought, well, there's there's some truth to that statement because religion without relationship can be slavery. And so I would say, you know, that that's a true statement. So even though it kind of bothers me that some stranger <laughs> wrote this on our house and I don't know who it is, I would say that that's, that's an accurate statement. And so I'll, I just let it go. And I didn't say anything. I didn't mention it to our builder. Um, my husband knew about it and I just let it go. Um, and then a month or so goes by and this was about a week or so ago, this happened. I was back at the house and I was showing a friend who hadn't seen the progress and I was taking her through the house, through the different rooms. And she commented on some of the scripture that she had seen. Oh, this is so neat. You wrote, you know, this first year and that first there. And, um, and then we got down to the basement and I was taking her through the rooms and we got into one particular room and I looked across the room and I saw something on the concrete wall. And again, I knew that it was not from us. And I said to my friend, walk over there with me. I want to see what that is. And so we walked over and as we read what was on the wall, it was very clear that A, it was not from us and B, it was clearly <laughs> dissing on our scripture. <laughs> and um, it, I think I can, I don't have it in front of me, but I think I can almost quote it verbatim. It said, um, it said, the Christian religion is a parody, and it had the word underscored parody, mm. of S-U-N worship. Mm. And it had the word, the word son underscored, where they took a man and underscored the word man And they put him on a cross and they pay him the same adoration that they pay the son, S-U-N, in son worship. Mm -hmm. And then it had the name of another philosophical person who quoted that about Christianity. And my immediate reaction was anger. I thought, who is doing this? And they are definitely... (laughs) (laughs) Dissing <laughs> on our scripture, and you know, so my my fleshly reaction was, you know, I felt like this is this is our house, you know, this is our house that we're building, sure. and we're intentionally putting this scripture on here because you know we look at this as God's house because from the moment that we searched for this property, you know, to to the the point where we're building this home, we look at this as we praise Him from whom all blessings flow, and it, it's all from Him. And we also see this as we're building this for him as well. Mm. And so my my first reaction was anger, and I wanted to go get a magic eraser and erase <laughs> it off of there and, you know, write, write a scripture over the top of it. And then I felt like, you know, again, the Holy Spirit just tell me, just take a step back and, I'll, and reread it again. And I reread it again. And I felt like he was saying to me, you know, you, you don't know who this person is, but you know who this person is. This person, you know where their head is. And their head is in a place where they have so much knowledge that 
this the knowledge that they have, they believe that they have received, they're, that they're enlightened, and that they know this truth that you don't know. Mm. And when you get so full of that head knowledge, you can look down on other people as what they believe is 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 trivial or it was just I just had a sense that you know kind of where this person was in there whoever it was that mm. and the the wrong thing for you to do would be what you're wanting to do because if you erase it and then you write a scripture over the top then the next time you come back there's going to be something else there and it's going to turn into a you know cat gun yeah. <laughs> shooting each other cat gun and that's just just take a step back and 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 look at what I want to do here. And so my friend is watching me go through this process of anger at first and then step back and then hold on a minute. I feel like the Lord is telling me to just look at what he wants to do here and not do what I want to do here, because what I want to do would probably just make things worse, really. Mm. And so I said, I think I'm just going to I'm going to pray about this and I'm going to call our builder and talk to him about it. And, you know, I looked at my friend and I said, you know, the Lord is reminding me that through this whole process, we've, we prayed for this land. We've prayed over this land. And, and I specifically prayed that God would hand pick the crew mm. that would build our home from, you know, the concrete pours to the, um, to the framers, to the roof people, to the landscapers that the Lord would hand pick the crew. And so to me, you know, I mean, I said that prayer. So obviously, whoever this person is, he's supposed to be here. God handpicked him. Right. And so I need to just submit myself to what the Lord wants to do in this situation, not what my own flesh says or my own anger or my own, you know, knee jerk reaction. I need to step back and put that aside and ask him what he wants to do. Yeah. And so in the car, I prayed about it, and then I called our builder, and his his knee jerk reaction was anger at first. Sure, of course, <laughs> he said, I've been doing this for thirty years, and I work with a core group of people, and they know that you do not write. This is your home. This mm-hmm. is not just a house. This is your home. And um, he said there are a few new people on this crew that I don't know very well, um, and but I'm going to get to the bottom of this. He wanted to, you know, immediately go over there and roll some heads, and I. And I discouraged him from that. I said, you know, I prayed that God would handpick the crew. And I believe he's doing something through our house with this person. Um, Obviously, the scripture is getting to this person or he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. And so I just think that we both need to pray about what does God want to do with this situation? How is he using our house and this scripture to impact this individual? And so he agreed that we would... We would both pray about it. He would take a few days and not, you know, not not have a knee-jerk reaction. And then a few days later, he sent my husband and I a text and letting us know that he spoke with the head of the crew, and they now have confirmed this. the person is new to the crew. His name is Bob. <laughs> I'm going to say Bob. And... Um, he said, you know, it's it's really interesting how this unfolded. And right now I'm telling you a combination of what his text said and then a, a personal conversation with him later. But his text essentially said um, that Bob uh, Bob did not realize that what he was doing was vandalism. He's, he's new to this and just learning the ropes. And he's very remorseful about it and is going to remove it. Um, but what's more important is that he shared 
some of his story that he grew up in the church and became very disillusioned with mm. the church and religion. Mm-hmm. And he um, himself, in his own words, basically admitted that it was a cry for help. Yeah. And when I saw this text, I mean, you know, I immediately, I just, you know, I just felt the warmth of the Lord wash over me that, wow, you know, what a humbling thing to realize that when we ourselves can just step out of the way of, you know, if we're offended, we get offended by people, we get hurt by people, and when we just react out of our own flesh, we just really make things worse. But if we can, it's and it's not that we're called to just, you know, pretend like everything's fine when we're hurt or when we're offended. But if we give it to him rather than respond, you know, to the one who offended us in the yeah. way that we want to respond, mm-hmm. um, how far can he take it? And this story is still playing out mm. as we speak. And it's, it's even gone to the point where I felt led to, to get this particular person some books and um, the books are being passed on to Bob and the Holy Spirit through prayer led me which books to get. And this, this whole thing is, it's a very strange thing because you're, 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 I I was realizing in the midst of this, are are these books? I mean, how do I know this? These are the right books Mm -hmm. to get Bob (laughs) because I don't know Bob. (laughs) Um, but yet at the same time, it's also a very exciting thing because the Lord confirms later that that was exactly what you were supposed to do. It's a co dash operation. Co Mm. when you're co operating Mm. with the Holy spirit in life, he will take you on amazing adventures and over and over again, he'll confirm for you. Yes, you did the right thing because you were willing, you were obedient, you submitted you submitted it to me and, and just asked me and mm. I'll show you, mm. I'll show you the way. Mm. Um, so it's still, the story is still playing out, but, but, you know, he gave me a, the Lord gave me a metaphor this morning um, when I was um, thinking about this whole story. And, and that is this, that this man, Bob has been writing on the walls of our house. And God is using the walls of our house to break down the walls that Bob has around his heart. Drop the mic, Lisa. That was that is so good. <laughs> <laughs> what a great but metaphor. I, just, I mean, I just, I mean, I just love that. It's like here, Bob is, you know, angry, bitter, whatever it is that happened to him in life, and he's saying religion, Christianity, puh, you know, I spit on you, I <laughs> whatever right. it is that he's saying. And God is reaching down through the walls of our house and he's saying, Bob, I know your name. I know your story. I know what you went through. And whatever Bob went through, he probably has every right to be angry and bitter because, you know, a lot of us have been there, done that. Um, Yeah. uh, But I know your name and I love you and I want relationship with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to have a relationship with you, not religion, relationship. Right. And so anyway, yeah, so it's exciting. It. it is exciting. I tell you, the way that you looked at this and the way you continue to look at, at things, uh, and I'm sure it doesn't always occur to you this way, but 
Uh, I, I just, I love when we can cooperate and cooperate with God and, and surrender ourselves to Him and let Him be in the driver's seat of our lives and begin to speak to us about everyday occurrences. I mean, yes, you could have, you would have been in every way justified in today's culture to just rip this one, this person a new one. You know, you really could have been. And, um, you, you know, but instead, this was an opportunity when you surrendered to, to the Lord to, to, to love this man. I mean, you're even, not only did he vandalize your house, but now you're, you're, you're paying for books for him. You know, it's like, that is, that is well, love. And there's, love. and there's, all, there's off, there's offshoots of that too, that, you know, I, I mean, when we are cooperating, he uses it in even more than one way, which is so awesome. There's, there, there are so many more layers, you know, yeah. that he reveals to us when we are cooperating. And you just touched on, on one of those things, when I was buying the books for Bob, mm-hmm. um, I was buying them from a bookstore that's in our church, and we, we happened to be sitting in the coffee shop area watching the service that day, and I decided to, to get up while I was listening to the message and walk over to the open area bookstore to look for books for Bob. Yeah. And I said to my husband, I'm going to be over there, I'll be listening while I, I'm looking for books, and I was praying in the bookstore you know, Lord, you show me which books to get for Bob. And so I'm picking these books out. And after I picked up the third one, I turned around and our, our 16 year old daughter was behind me and I didn't realize she had gotten up and followed me over. And she looked at me like, she said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm, I'm getting some books for Bob. (laughs) And we had told her the story and we had shown her the text from our builder. And she said, why, why are you buying books for Bob? (laughs) And I said, well, because I feel like that's what the Lord is telling me to do. And I, she didn't say it, but I could see from the look on her face that she was trying to figure this out. Like, why would you be spending $50, whatever it was? Why would you be spending this money on a person that you don't even know who just vandalized our house and really, you know, should be fired really. I mean, some people would look at it that way. But instead, you're spending your money buying books for him, and you don't even know him. Why are you doing that? Yeah. And she so she did. She didn't say it. I could see that was what she was thinking. And then as she watched me pay for the book, she said, "Why don't you just tell him to read the Bible?" Mm. And I said, "You know, I said that's a really that's a good question." I said, um, "You know, for some people, um, it requires." something in between, you know, to make them want to pick up the Bible, to make them want to go there. Mm. And I believe that this is a person, even though I don't know him, I believe this is a person who who needs this reaching out yeah. for him to realize, you know, that God knows him, he knows his story, he hasn't forgotten him. And, um, and I hope, you know, that he receives this knowing that this, this really isn't from me. This is from the Lord. This is just me being willing to be a vessel. Yeah. And I hope that he receives it that way. Yeah. And so it's cool because he even used that moment to hopefully, you know, plant a seed in our daughter's heart. Yeah. Um, oh. You know, who's still learning. So. Oh, it definitely did. Her her mind is still forming her thoughts and her opinions on things. So th- this is great. I There's so many great 
parts of this story. I'm going to leave it at this because uh, we we tend to try to keep these to shorter podcasts. But what an awesome story, Mm -hmm. Lisa. Thank you for being willing to share with the Courageous community. And um, as you have more stuff like this that happens, we always need to hear it. So keep planting seeds in us with uh, your kingdom. Awesome. Thanks for what you're doing. Yeah. Thanks for what you're doing, Eric. I love your I love your courage cast. It's wonderful. Thanks, Lisa. Take care. Have a great day. Continue okay. continue building Bye-bye. the kingdom. Bye bye. All right. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, friends. That's Courage Cast. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>